Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Welcome to Made by Women by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. At a moment when businesses face some of the biggest challenges in recent history, we bring you inspiring stories, practical insights, and shared learnings to help you successfully navigate in today's environment. Hello, I'm Sharon Bowen. During the pandemic, the world became familiar with a new term, PPE, or personal protective equipment. We realized it was crucial to saving lives, but most of us probably weren't aware that PPE works better for some people than others. Turns out that much PPE is not designed with women in mind. And ill-fitting gear can be hazardous, even lethal, in dangerous situations. But a chemist named Bo Wintrakudi had been thinking about this for years. In 2018, she launched a company called Amasui to make PPE that takes women's sizes and needs into account. And it all began because she had a lab accident and suffered severe burns when her lab coat failed to protect her. We'll hear how that incident motivated Bo to build Amasui around a mission of inclusivity, sustainability, and empowerment of women. Please enjoy my conversation with Bo Wintrakudi. So tell us about Omosui. Uh, what's its mission and what gap in the market does it fill? And please do tell us about the company's name. Great. Well, thank you, Sharon. Omosui came from a Latin word means self-love. So our mission is to make safety accessible to all. And we're doing that by providing the best quality, gender-inclusive, and eco-friendly personal protective apparel direct to consumer, to the people in need. And so there are several apparent challenges around PPE industry, especially in the U.S. For one, you see that there's limited option of PPE in terms of sizing. 
and feature desire for women or particularly minorities and uh, different races. Um, second, PPE procurement rely too much on product that are ma- not made in the U.S. And lastly, we depend too much on plastic PPE, which is not only wasteful, but can be degrade easily and really bad for the environment. So what Amerso is doing is modernizing the industry from the ground up, focusing on delivering size-inclusive product, making USA products, and then reusable and recyclable products. As I understand it, you were inspired to start Amersui in part after your own accident in a lab. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Sure. So it was my own experience that inspired me to innovate in the PP industry. I am a PhD chemist by training and user of PPE myself. Um, and at the time when I conduct experiment in the lab, I use a lab coat to protect myself from toxic chemicals. Um, one day when I was running an experiment with a really, really toxic chemical, um, I had a chemical spill accident um, on myself and my lab coat did not protect me. Um, the chemical burned right through. Um, so uh, my my right leg was burned as a result. Um, and after I recover, I was looking for additional protection for myself um, and found that there is a limited option of PPE, especially for women. Um, as I said, there weren't a lot of sizes, aesthetic, um, nothing that I can I can find that I would actually wear or want to show myself at work. Uh, and, you know, I shared this experience with a couple of my colleagues at the time and were really surprised that all of them kind of say something in a similar, that they have a similar experience. And those small conversations end up being a hundred conversation with women uh, working across different fields of STEM who said that they can either either not find a product um, or they're not comfortable with a product that's available in the market. So for your your time of reference, you know, like when I had an accident until I finished a hundred conversation with this woman was uh, the span of five years. And, and during those five years, I look at the market and still find that there's no one working on innovative solution for these women and me. Um, so the early idea of Amersui to serve these women um, in, in STEM who is underserved, um, undervalued and not protected. And we have expand Amersui ever since to offer product for healthcare professionals. And then now, you know, both gender, male and female. It's amazing. So you, this idea really evolved because of a personal accident. I mean, I am somewhat surprised that it, the products run out there, but you know, thank goodness that you you did the research to fill a gap that you know was definitely definitely necessary. I kid myself sometimes that I'm in a business of turning lemons into lemonade. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's a good that's not a bad skill set to have. Um, so you, one of the other things I found really interesting about your company um, is that all your items are named after women scientists. And all your products are manufactured, as you mentioned, in America, but in American women-owned factories. So why is it important to you that women be so heavily involved in the product? So one of the important aspects about our brand 
um, at Amrasui is to empower um, our customer and user to feel good and be inspired to do their best at work in our protective gear. And many women in the industry that we serve are overlooked and not recognized for their accomplishment, whether that is a STEM, healthcare, um, and, and other industry. And since most of our lead customer are women that we just expanded to male, you know, this year, um, and actually like late 2020, we want to celebrate the amazing women who have made big impact in their field, um, in their own ways and to inspire the current and future generations of our customers and, and women that, um, would our product will serve that day two would be able to do the same. Um, so in terms of why we prioritize working with women-led American-made factory, in an early days, um, we were being really careful about um, our quality control process. I mean, we're making product to protect people. We want to make sure that it's actually deliver upon promise. Um, so we were making sure that product were made to fit women needs and also at high quality. And it was just easier for us to work with local vendor led, um, by women because they can execute on our vision better because they understand the woman needs and they have a lot to prove that they could deliver, um, high quality products. Um, so we found that these vendors partner that work with us, um, they work really hard delivery, one of the best quality product. And we were really super happy to work with them time after time. So we continue to prioritize working with them over others. That's great. So as a woman entrepreneur yourself, you're helping to uh, generate business and sustain women-led factories. And at the same time, you're giving uh, young aspiring uh, women uh, role models um, to look at by providing you know, names of scientists and, and being able to visualize themselves. Um, you know, in, in uniforms or lab coats that, that look more like them. So I just, you know, thank you for doing all of that. Definitely. Um, another thing too, Sharon, is that um, as I get into doing more business with women, I found that it's harder for us to, as women entrepreneurs and women-led uh, businesses, um, to get funding assistant um, for their business. Uh, if you look into the market, 2% of VCs capital go to women. And especially last year during the pandemic, women get less funding help from federal. And because of this, I think it's more important than ever that as, as myself, um, a woman-led company to support local women-led businesses, um, because those are what need our business the most. You know, you're, you're singing our song and, um, you know, we at Seneca Women are promoting uh, women entrepreneurs, especially. And, and one of the reasons we created this 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 episode and program was to highlight success stories so that other women entrepreneurs could could learn from you. So, but before we get too far ahead of ourselves, um, I want to take you back to your early days. Um, where did you grow up and go to school? And um, was founding a company always a goal or did you have other aspirations? So as you may be able to tell based on my accents, I'm not born in the U.S. Um, English is my second language. I grew up in Thailand. Um, 
I live in Thailand. My family live in Thailand, and I only came here um, in 2006 to go to school. Um, I fell in love with science when I was in high school, and decided to came to come to the U.S. to be the next Nobel Prize scientist. Obviously, <laughs> life take a different path. <laughs> it's not too late to be a to to, to get a Nobel Prize. <laughs> I I would rather dress a Nobel Prize scientist, and in mm. fact, I actually dressed one of the Nobel Prize scientists in 2019. <laughs> um, and so. Another fact that I could share with you is that I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. Um, I have seen in a really, at a really young age that with passion and hard work, a really innovative business idea could create jobs and make impact to the community. My grandfather had a successful motorcycle supply chain business. My parents has a real estate company. Um, so when I was growing up, I always think that I'm going to have my own venture one day. I just didn't know what it would be. And when I went into science, I thought that I was going to start either a biotech company or a drug discovery company. But again, you know, as I share with you, you know, life has other plans. <laughs> so it's, I mean, that's great. Your background is, is really great and fascinating. <laughs> so um what a pleasure that you discovered science, because um, we know how important that is to, to have more young girls uh, fall in love with science. I'm, I'm glad you did that at an early age. But hey, it was a science that kind of drove me as a person to always seek solution mm. or seeking new ways to do things. And I think is a great part as an entrepreneur. I'm a data-driven entrepreneur before I am a, a sailing entrepreneur, if I would say. <laughs> we'll be back with Seneca's Made by Women after this short break. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year 
equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Let's talk about the beginnings in terms of, you know, what was the first step in getting the company started? Did you face any particular challenges? You mentioned a science background, but not a business background. Did that have an effect at all? Yeah. So um, when I first think of idea of Armistry, one of the challenges that I have about wanting to pursue this idea is that it's not about the business itself, but actually something that may kind of steer me away from it, if I would, would be that I don't have any fashion designer or garment design experience at all. And and obviously, because of that, you know, it's it's a major part of making all this work, designing protective apparel um, to make sure that it fit well, it looked good, people are actually comfortable wearing it. Um, so... Again, the biggest challenge is that I had no subject matter expertise in garment design. And um, because of that, in the early days, um, we actually have some failure, you know, to meet the quality of the product that we produce. And I actually have to recycle some of some of the product just because I, I was not happy with the quality. I, I was not happy with delivering that to paying customer. Um, and what I have done now since then is to put a lot of people with expertise in garment design production with year experience behind me. Um, and I have a team, if they're not a team, then they're a consultant that have a touch point along all of our production process to make sure that it's not only look good, it fit well, it's comfortable, um, and the quality is there. So that's great. So that, I mean, that's a recipe for success in terms of building the right team, which, you know, we've heard that lesson also from from other people that have spoken to our audience. Um, so what was the big first break then um, after you got the company started? Like, what, what was that you know, big breakthrough moment for you? Obviously, when you start a business, you can't really call something a business until you have paying customer. Um, so when I start Armour in 2018, it was originally an idea. And then I talked to potential customer, which is those 100 women that joined me in a conversation and told me that they have the same issues and challenge around PPE. Um, but one thing that will really make the idea come to life is we have paying customer. Um, and to test that, I... Uh, create a crowdfunding campaign. Um, I did that through iFund Women, 
which is at the time was an early crowdfund crowdfunding campaign that most of women entrepreneurs could raise money and get paid right away. Um, and I put a prototype up and, and trying to see that people would be willing to pay for such product and raise that money for the first production of the product itself. And we were successfully, we raised about, um, 20 grand through the platform. Um, and that funds our first production, um, in late 2018. And, um, our product light grew um, from there. You know, that, that's one way you had mentioned earlier that, you know, one of the barriers to entry for women entrepreneurs is not having access to capital. And, and this, I was always startled by the statistics that, that you had cited earlier. Um, yeah, thanks to technology, things like a crowdfunding mm-hmm. platforms, um, you know, is, is another resource um, to, to address that, that barrier to entry. You mentioned, um, you know, PPE, which we know was very important uh, this past year. Uh, how did the pandemic uh, affect Amashui? Obviously, I recognize the issue. A lot of things are wrong with PPE industry, even before the pandemic. Um, like I, what I share with you, lack in gender inclusive sizing, better quality, more sustainable products. Um, especially in the U.S. market. But what the pandemic has done um, is to bring all those gaps around PPE to the forefront, um, especially in the healthcare sector. Um, you see that last year, there's a lot of issues around PPE shortage, um, rising cost of PPE, um, women in healthcare, nurses, doctor, e- either have to face with wearing garbage bag or, you know, disposable gowns that barely, barely fit them. <laughs> Um, and because we were already solving this problem and we were solving in a way that answer all those gaps, I think that's one of the way why we grew our business last year. And a lot of people resonate with what we, what are we working on? Yeah. Thank goodness. Your, your idea was already there. You had the, the production capacity to, to help fill some of, some of those shortages. Um, you know, which you're right. It was sort of devastating seeing people wear garbage bags as, yeah. as PPE. Mm. Now, as we come out of the pandemic, what are your priorities now? What do you have in store for the business? Going back to the issue around the PP industry, um, not only the product itself, like the PPE that is high quality and fitting well, but it's the whole it's the whole idea around the supply chain that's set up for failure. Um, you see it in the healthcare system. Um, most of hospital and clinic are buying from big suppliers who buy product from China or overseas um, because of the cost and bring it to United States. And most of the product they, that they bring is a disposable product that hurting the environment. So as a company, we're not only trying to offer the better product, that better sizing, modernize modernized PPE to be more stylish and up-to-date and better fit, um, but also solving the challenge around the supply chain. And the easy ways to do that is to offer high-quality, washable, recyclable products, PPE. Um, so we built um, a technologies that make those process easier to uh, utilize 
reusable, washable, and recyclable PPE made in the USA. So that helps to also address, you know, the sustainability challenges that, that we have. And your example also reminds me of um, the um, entrepreneurs who are making um, the facial masks here in the U.S. were complaining about um, the low quality masks that were being produced in huge quantities from China, you know, mm-hmm. coming into our country um, that, you know, did not meet the standards um, that we we had in place. So yeah. supply chain is really important. Yeah. So something that really important to us is to be really transparent where each of the component of our product come from. And you can trace it back that is made in the U.S. had been lab tested and technically tested to meet FDA, um, CDC, and OSHA standard. Um, and because it made in USA, the it's less likely that you will have issue having a shortage because we could always make more locally. Mm-hmm. It will be available all the time. And some of our products could be reused, rewash 100% and then recycle into power um, that will fool different cities. Um, so there's no waste in the long run compared to, you know, a plastic that will take 400 years to degrade. Wow. In the landfill. So for women listeners uh, who are thinking about starting their own businesses, um, what advice do you have for them? If I learn anything from my experience is to take smaller steps. <laughs> um, it, it takes one or two actions a day um, or for, for a business to start. You know, to be honest, Armacy was start as an idea and it took me a couple of conversation with my colleague that moved the needle. Um, so, you know, like the business does not build in one day or Rome is not built in one day. Um, take smaller steps, have clear goals and work towards it. That's great. Uh, that's really terrific advice. So given what's going on in the world right now, what makes you optimistic? For me, I think the the pandemic was devastated for many people and changing the way we live. But it also offered us an opportunity to take a look at things that are broken in the society and how we could fix them, improve them for the better future. Um, in my case, it was a PP industry, but there's are many sector, whether that's the future of work, you know, more inclusive, diverse work and funding. Um, and that's what keep me optimistic that through the hard, you know, through a hard challenge, um, of what's going on in the world, there's always, there's always, you know, a better ways of doing things. And it takes innovators and people who are brave enough to solve that problem to create a better future. And that's what I'm hoping that I myself would do and my team at Amersu will do it together. Well, I'm optimistic that entrepreneurs <laughs> like like you will, will definitely a, a couple things. You'll help to you know fuel power the economic recovery, and uh, you, you will bring you know a, a better new future. You know, as opposed to going back to the to the old way, you, you'll you'll bring. Um, That's a better way of doing things. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I like your image about fixing broken things. 
because the pandemic, you're right, we, we saw a lot of things that were broken um, in, in all kinds of ways. And so I too am optimistic about our future. Thank you so much again for the interview today. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. Fascinating. Bo Wenchukudi really walks the walk and talks the talk when it comes to women's empowerment. Here are three things I took from that conversation. First, Emma Sui is a great lesson in what happens when women support other women. Bo's company is dedicated to helping women succeed in science, but she takes empowerment a step further. Her products are manufactured by women-owned businesses. These businesses, Bo says, can execute on her vision because they understand a woman's needs and because they're out to prove they can deliver high-quality products. Second, Bo reminds us how important it is to recognize what your skill is and get others to fill in the gaps. Bo describes herself as a data-driven entrepreneur, not a selling entrepreneur or one with design experience. But she found the people who could do those things and make her business a success. Finally, Bo shows once again the challenges women face in raising capital to get started. Her solution? Before launch, she created a crowdfunding campaign that not only raised money, but showed that people were willing to pay for her product. Made by Women is brought to you by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio with support from founding partner P&G. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.